What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Marketing Tip Tea Time at 222. I am your host for today, Josh French, filling in for Aaron Zamola. But don't worry, the show will go on. That's right. And joining me today is a very special guest, Ryan Green. Ryan, yep. thanks so much for joining us. It's Ryan is the marketing director for uh, Yoder Family of Companies. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of great questions that we're going to ask Ryan, and, and it's just going to be a great, great show today. We're really excited. We also have a great tea. But first, yes. a quick note from our sponsor, Whole Brain Consulting. Whole Brain Consulting is an outsourced operations consultancy that specializes in the consumer products industry, providing solutions, ca <clears throat> providing solutions catered to your production. Services include QAQC, supply chain, operations, logistics, R&D, and private equity due diligence. Thank you so much, Whole Brain Consulting. All right, so a little bit about our special guest today, Ryan Green, in studio, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, great having an in-studio guest. So Ryan is a marketing director with 20 years of experience in the automotive world. Ryan's current position as marketing director of Yoder Family of Companies has him running all aspects of marketing for the eight automotive-based companies within the group. Now, Ryan has certifications in Google AdWords, Analytics, and Data Studio, but believes what's most important is his servant leadership role when working with employees and peers. Ryan's favorite aspect of marketing is the creative design side and he wishes that he had more time for it in his current position. Yes. Which I don't blame you. That's a lot of fun doing the, it is. the it's, creative design. It's the thing that I do like to kind of give myself a break and allow myself to, to do it instead of, you know, always pouring over mostly emails uh, and, you know, data and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And uh, we have a, a comment from a, a special guest here, Aaron Zamola, <laughs> asking, uh, who is that guy? And I have questions for you all. The one on the left or the one on the right? Which, which guy? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So this is going to be a great episode. Yeah. But first, before we get into the discussion about talking about Ryan's expertise in the industry, the most important part of the show, of course, is the tea. So, Ryan, is. what kind of tea did you choose for today's show? I chose Moroccan mint. And my wife will, would uh, laugh or will laugh when she sees this because I don't drink tea that often. I am mostly a coffee guy, but whenever I drink tea, it's always mint. It's just, I've tried a bunch of different flavors. She likes all the sleepy time and throat coat and everything, but mint mm. is mint is mine. Yeah, the, the sleepy time is great to just knock you out. I, I wouldn't know. Mint is just for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and... Yeah, it's got good, good color. Tea. Let this steep for a little while, so it should be nice and saturated. Very nice. And then I'll go ahead and Pour you up here. Got to hold the lid because yeah. one show that came flying off. Onto the guest. I guess you don't normally have the guest here. Yeah. Yeah, it works out good that my offices are, I don't know, like 15 minutes away. So I actually get to be in studio here. Yeah. Super cool that we get a guest on show. So let's go ahead and try this out. Nice. Yep. Very yeah. minty. <laughs> Perfect for, for talking, too. Good for the throat. Some of the ingredients <laughs> in here, green tea, spearmint, lemongrass, and peppermint. So seems like a great afternoon tea, too. Probably yeah. pretty low in caffeine. 
I was thinking that on the way over here. Like, I'm going to start having this in the afternoons. This is, this is a good, like, wake up. That's what part of what I like about mints is I just feel like it, like, opens up the sinuses, get your mind going. So, mm-hmm. yeah, here we go. Exactly, exactly. Because I'm, I'm a coffee guy, too. Yeah. I don't really... Aaron, Aaron gives me crap, but I drink mm-hmm. uh, Folgers Instant just because it's easy. What? Okay. <laughs> I was with you until you said that. No, oh, I've, I've gotten into cold brew recently and, like, making my own cold brew at home and grinding the, the stuff, and I've got my own ritual that I do at night, and then... Um, brew it over, overnight. So, so yeah, we're on I'm two different ends on, of the yeah, coffee I'm spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite as bougie as some people I know on coffee, but I can't do Folgers, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Folgers Premium. Oh, well, uh, now, now Aaron's giving me crap. He says, see, Josh? Yeah. He, he loves up, to give me crap up your about coffee that. Game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into some questions here. Mm-hmm. Now, first, we'll start off with a rapid-fire round, just some quick uh, preferences, favorite things. Uh, first off, what's your favorite book? I don't know if I'm good at rapid fire. Like all my questions are going to end up being too long. Uh, I, I don't have a favorite book. I was thinking about, I knew you were going to ask me this, but there is a book that I read recently that is Matthew McConaughey's, um, autobiography. And I actually read it for leisure, but I found that it ended up like kind of pouring into my work life, my home life, everything. I really suggest it. It's, um, a lot of what really affected me in in the book was how Matthew McConaughey was talking about, I mean, he's a huge star and, Every time that he felt like he was getting like too big for his, his britches, if, if you would say, or just felt like he was, wasn't comfortable in his own skin any longer, he would uh, go off and just humble himself and do like something in, you know, serving somebody else, um, just get away from all of it and just keep himself humble, humble. And I think that's amazing. Not that I can relate. I'm not famous in any way whatsoever. But <laughs> I just think it's awesome that uh, he put so much focus on staying humble. Yeah. I mean, that, that guy has lived... A few lives. Absolutely. That's, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. Sounds like an interesting book. It's, I suggest it for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, prints or digital media? Uh, all digital. Yeah. Digital is uh, the way to go. Mostly, especially <laughs> for audiobooks, because I'm not a fast reader. And I've gotten to where, you know, on audiobook, I could usually set it at like two and a half speeds. So you can get through a book much quicker mm-hmm. and much faster than I can read. So that's what I prefer. Right. It's all about efficiency, right? Yeah. Google Data Studio or Tableau? I have actually never used Tableau. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I'm an all Data Studio guy, and I love Data Studio. I've built a ton of dashboards, have some cool dashboards that some friends have built and some that, that you guys have built, and yeah, I'm all Data Studio. Data Studio is the way to go. Mm-hmm. We love that too. And lastly, biking or running? Uh, definitely biking. I'm, as you can see, out of shape now, <laughs> but uh, oh, what's it been? Five or six years ago, I got into cycling, and... Um, have done a, a few MS-150s and um, have been in good shape with it. Currently, I'm not. i got to get back to that. That's one of those, like, do as I say, not what I do kind of things. Like, stay in shape like you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to, yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron and I are, oh, well, Aaron more so than me, super into running. I thought so, um, yeah. Him and I used to run together okay. back in school. Okay. So it's actually still, where we met was in cross country. You still run now? Not anymore. I've, I've officially retired from running. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a casual weightlifter now. But Aaron's still, still heavy go. in the game. Yeah. There you Aaron go. said Josh doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> He's on to me. So, Ryan, tell us a little about what uh, Yoder Family of Companies is and yeah. what you do there. Yeah. So, if you're, if you're local at all, uh, you may have heard of uh, Weld County Garage, Buick GMC, which... Uh, we started up in, in 1908. I say we. I certainly wasn't there back then, but 100 and, was that 13 years ago now? Uh, I think. And um, so, if you're like I say, if you're local, most people are going to know that business. That's by far our, our biggest one, and been a business for all those years. 
Um, but over the years, we've, we've added a body shop, and then we've added a, a buy here, pay here, which is like a dealership that helps out people that don't have as good a credit, and then another body shop, and then we've got uh, uh, another service center that's, that's separate, and a fabrication company, and just so we're up to eight companies that all are in automotive. At some time in the future, it might eventually uh, add some companies outside of automotive. I'm not sure, maybe that would be a different name, but currently it's all automotive. And so I'm the marketing director there. And one of the cool things about that, I've been with the company for 20 years now. And I, I started out actually in sales. And I was able to just kind of grow into sales. And I was not very good at that at first, but I got pretty good at it. And then uh, internet sales. And with internet sales, there's a lot of marketing that's involved in that, deciding which vendors to work with and who to get your leads from and how to um, work those. And then, um, gosh, I think it's been... And 10 years ago, so about yeah, about half my career now is when I really went full time into marketing, and so I've really been able to uh, grow into the, the position as opposed to just being dropped in the middle of eight companies, which I think I can handle now. But at, at, when I first started, I wouldn't be able to. And the great thing about that is, over the last 10 years, I've taken over more and more of the marketing from, you know, at, at one time <clears throat> at this location, maybe the GM of that location would have done a lot of it. Now I pretty much do all of it, obviously with assistance from a lot of vendors and, and other people in the company, but uh, at least I direct all of it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's quite the progression from starting in sales to where you're at now. I'm, I'm blessed to have a position like that, you know, like I say, to not just be dropped into it immediately to be able to grow into the position as we've grown as a company. Right, because I feel like you have to grow a lot um, character-wise, uh, yeah. you know, to be able to handle the, the kind of workload mm -hmm. you do. A lot of humility gained over the years, yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, on that note of kind of progression through mm -hmm. that, so you actually uh, studied music education yeah. at UNC, which, which makes this the story even more interesting. It, yeah, it does. How did, yeah. how did you go from uh, music education at UNC to, yeah. where you're, to getting into the sales position? Yeah. Um, Music is a huge passion of mine. It still is, always has been. Mm -hmm. um, when I first got into a band in fifth grade, it just all of a sudden kind of unlocked that uh, passion in me that um, ended up being my why all the way through middle school and high school. Like, I did okay in the, you know, I had good grades and wasn't a superstar or anything, but that's really what got me up in the morning is, is uh, being excited about bands and marching band and all the jazz band and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so then moving into to college, um, UNC had and still has a great music program and I was lucky enough to get into that. And, but then through, slowly through the, my years uh, of getting my degree, I still loved it, but I got really concerned that it, having a job in that profession was going to take away my passion. And I've seen that happen some, to some, some of my friends where it turns into the eight to five that they aren't passionate about. And, mm -hmm. and I really feel like it was obviously the right choice for me. I love what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, it was towards the end of my, right before I got my degree, I decided, and I think I want to do something else. And my dad's been in sales um, all of his career. He's an amazing salesperson. And uh, I've always been a car guy too. Music and cars are my two passions. So I thought, uh, you know, I'm yeah. gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try selling cars. And I didn't expect to make a career out of it, but I did. <clears throat> from day one, I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I want to go full, full-hearted into it and do. Like I say, at, at first I wasn't great at it. I wasn't a natural at it, but I got, I got really good at it. And um, as you know, when you're in sales, you're marketing yourself, and then when you get into internet sales, you're getting more into the marketing of the whole company. And I just started to realize how much I love sales, love marketing, and music's still a huge passion. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, on that note, you know, you said music's still a big, a big mm -hmm. passion to you. Are you involved in any kind of uh, 
like performing uh, or anything? Perform, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish. Or... I occasionally I, I do at our church. Um, although the, we've got some younger. So I play trumpet. I didn't mention that. I have, oh uh, no way! Yeah. I played trumpet I too. We, we, we yeah, we talked about that at one time. Yeah. So, uh, or maybe somebody else told me that you did. But anyways, um, that's so cool. Yeah. So occasionally I play at our church, but we've got um, a couple uh, players that are younger and like have all their time to devote to it that are way better than I am currently. <laughs> so I let them play. Uh, one of them is graduating and going to college here soon, so maybe I'll play a little bit more. But the mm-hmm. the short answer is I just hardly have time anymore. I mean, as you know, to keep your chops up and to get to where you're playing well, you have to do a lot of mm-hmm. practicing, just like with cycling. I was talking to a, a major cyclist yesterday that said you have to put it about 500 hours in per year to stay at, at a good level, and that's wow. very similar to playing, and I don't have that time right now. Yeah. And I've got other passions, too, that, that I put my time into. So. Yeah, hard yeah. to make time for both. Yeah, it is. But, you know, in the future, I play guitar, too. Aaron plays mm-hmm. violin. You can get a little, right. uh, little jazz band a little going. A little combo together. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so as far as... Um, in your position, making decisions, mm-hmm. you know, making data-driven decisions is uh, a very important component of correct uh, decision-making. You know, how does data play a role in that decision-making yeah. process for you? Uh, it, it makes a, a big part of it, but I'm, I'm going to take a slight detour. You had also talked about, like, favorite books, and there's a book that I read recently. It's funny, so I'm the you know marketing director for all these companies, which means I go to a lot of meetings. And at the beginning of every year, it seems like all the managers get excited about, we're going to read this book and have my team you know, kind of get excited about it. And so I come into all these different meetings, and I end up having to read all the books too, <laughs> which is good because I need to educate myself as much as anybody. But uh, one of them was called One Word. I think it's called One Word to Change Your Life. And at, it was like, it's only like 30 pages long. And when I started reading it, I'm like, the whole idea is you're supposed to uh, boil down all of your ambitions for that coming year into one word for that for that coming year. And I'm like, there's no way that this is going to work. I'm not going to be able to find this. And I'm getting back to the data piece here, I promise. Uh, so uh, at the end of the book, the, the word that I uh, came came down to was uh, bold, which I have like on my, my phone now. Um, and, ah, yeah. and what I, to me, what that means is that I've been in this career long enough that I use a lot of data. There's tons of um, spreadsheets and, and dashboards that I look at all the time. But I've realized <clears throat> this year the biggest thing I need to do is trust my gut more than anything. I need to, you know, I've got an educated gut now, I guess, <laughs> that uh, I've looked at enough data. I've tried enough campaigns that have worked and haven't worked that uh, I need to just be bold and, and make decisions that I feel like are right for me. Uh, and for the for the company, not for me, for the company, uh, and stop. I still look at data a ton, but I I would um, look at it for too long and look at trends for too long and and mm-hmm. him and ha and, and ask for for permission on you know can I spend money here or can I do this here and uh, I certainly don't think do things without permission. But you know this year I've just decided I need to be more bold, trust my gut, and uh, it's worked out really well. It's it's been good. Mm-hmm. So that's the long answer to your question about data. Yeah, and it sounds like that kind of approach would also help with just speed of implementation too. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I found is that I just, you know, I've, I'm drinking from a fire hose constantly. I just have not enough time to get everything done, and I needed to, to move quicker and make decisions faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust your gut. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, trust your educated gut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, have the, you have the experience to make that. A well-educated gut. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so our final question. Um, oh, Aaron said he's getting back into violin. Takes a ton of time. 
Nice. So he's, yeah, he's, he's ready to go. Um, so our final question today is about the, in your opinion, what's the, the top skill that every marketer should have to be successful and how can they cultivate that skill if they don't have it? Yeah. I'm going to give you another maybe, maybe non-answer here. I think I, I had, thinking about this, it's hard for me to narrow it down to just one skill because I think there's so many. There's, in marketing, there's the creative side, there's the analytic side, there's mm-hmm. uh, just the imp- implementation, there's, I mean, just so much that goes into it, it that uh, I would hate to narrow it down to one skill. But I think um, maybe, a, well, a trait, which is a skill too, is, is humility. And I would say that uh, there's there's a point in my career where I don't think I was ever I never had a big ego but there was times when somebody would uh, throw me an idea or throw me a, a challenge or something I'd be like oh yeah I can handle that I totally know what you're talking about and and then I would you know go research it like crazy and figure it out and I just realized that just being humble in the moment if you're at a, a conference or a class or just any place where you have to learn be totally humble and just ask a million questions be the the dummy in the, in the room you know because that's your opportunity to have the person if, you know if you're in the the room with an expert that they can answer your question, which is going to help out a bunch, a bunch of other people around you, and and then allow to have some conversation back and forth. Just be, so yeah, humility. Just be totally humble in what education you do have and what you don't have, and you're going to learn faster that way, and not not rely on yourself and your own research to to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just just like in that book by Matthew McConaughey, Green Lights. Yes, I can help with that. Is that a plug well. now for the for that book? <laughs> yeah, we have that. Uh, we have that in the chat. So, if you're watching this live on Facebook, that is linked in the chat. If you want to check it out, nice, great I, book. I really do suggest it. It's really good. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, and as far we, as like gaining your skills, if I could talk some more on that, like yeah, of course. there's just so many, uh, as, as I'm sure everyone watching knows, and you're you know you're watching this and hopefully learning, but there's just so many opportunities to learn out there. Uh, you know, gosh, everyone's heard the joke that you can learn anything you want from YouTube nowadays. But um, you know, YouTube, if you're if you're new into marketing, uh, join some kind of a group. There's uh, like for me, there's automotive uh, marketer. Automotive Marketers on Facebook group that's been a pretty good one for me. There's also an Automotive Masterminds one that I'm not a part of yet because I don't have enough time to, to give back into it. I think I would be just taking too much information, but that's a, a great one. Um, but what other kind of, whatever kind of marketing you're in, there's groups out there that you can join up with people who are maybe not in your competitive set that you can share ideas with and just, just take it all in. There's so much information available nowadays. Exactly. And I, I like that point that you made about YouTube because yeah. that's how Aaron and I kind of taught ourselves everything sure. starting yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, nothing against higher education. I have a degree and, and I think it's great if you want to get one, but you don't have to have one nowadays, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're willing to um, learn and start, you know, in, in your career and, and build, build your career and not expect to, you know, be dropped into a, you know, a marketing director position right away. Yeah. You can learn so much while you're on the job and before the job. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we learned. Yeah, Google Ads stuff, mm-hmm. Tag Manager, Data Studio. Oh, yes, better than Tableau. Yes, um, it is. All of that through yeah. uh, through YouTube videos. Yeah, and I mean you can go all the way from beginner to like so far expert. I mean there's um, yeah there's a few YouTube channels that I could uh, suggest that are just like way above anything that I'm I'm at on you know Tag Manager and Data Studio and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The best part is it's free. Yes, you can't be free, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's there. <laughs> Might as well use it. Mm-hmm. And Aaron said in the chat, yes, great point, Ryan. Agreeing with the Thank you. Um, 
the point about education, because mm -hmm. Aaron, Aaron's kind of on the same boat where, um, you know, of course, with uh, Zova, we don't really use our degrees. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really, <laughs> really need those for qualification mm -hmm. purposes, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like, I don't think we have any extra questions here. We do have a comment from Bob Adams saying, Josh looks great. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate that. It's got a fresh haircut. Just shaved the dome yeah, today. Very nice. So it's a, it's a very <laughs> clean, clean look today. So it looks like that'll be all the questions for our show today. Awesome. What are your final thoughts on this tea, Brian? It's like I say, this is going to be my afternoon drink now. This is great. It's great for if you're speaking and uh, I don't know, just the mint just kind of wakes me up. I like it. Yeah, me too. I like the little hint of lemongrass in there too. Yeah, and I like I'm, yeah, I like the brand too. I'm not a, a real aficionado on, on brands, but yeah, I'm gonna be buy, buying this from now on. We'll have to get more of this this brand. I think this is our first time having stash tea. Is it um, the first one? Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of teas here, but I think mm -hmm. this is the first one with stash. So okay, that'll be on our radar for future shows. I suggest it. Definitely. Cool. Well, I think that will wrap things up for our show today. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ryan. Thanks for having me. We really in studio. Yeah, in studio. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, My pleasure. This was definitely a great show. A lot of really value-packed uh, information in this one. So, um, thank you so much to our viewers on Facebook, YouTube, on the podcast, Spotify, Apple. We really appreciate the support. Uh, means a lot to us. Especially if you could uh, like, comment, share on the video. It really helps the uh, algorithm show the video to more people. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much to our production team, Phil Van Drunen and Peter Romero upstairs. Good you job. guys are the best. Yes. And yeah, thanks so much for your support, guys. We really appreciate it. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. Nostra vie. <laughs>